Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello everybody, it's Simon here and it's Laura there. Hello. This is episode 18 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. We've had a bit of a gap. We'll go into the reasons in a sec. But mm-hmm. I want to say, just started raining in Dubai, which is a real rarity. Yeah, and it's gone really, really hot. It's been threatening to rain, hasn't it, for what? About a week. Yeah. Clouds, closeness, that real humidity. It feels like something's pushing on the atmosphere from above. Well, we've not had the usual few days of rain that we normally have no. in December. We've not had that this year. And if you don't live here... You can't imagine what that's like. People go nuts when it rains in Dubai because it's so rare. It's yeah. like, I imagine it's like seeing a double rainbow in England or something like that. It's just started here. Our daughter, Betsy Pearl, the little one, nine-year-old, stripped off and ran and jumped in the swimming pool. Yeah. Straight in. I you wanted know. to join her. It feels really romantic in here. Do you know that thing when it's rained and it feels quite dark? We're not filming today. We normally film, so we've not got the studio lights on. Yeah, typical because I've done my fringe. Yeah, for once. And... It feels there's something quite romantic about the rain. But I'm really hot, so I feel I genuinely feel like stripping off. <laughs> can strip off. As I said, I'm not filming. <laughs> um, I like it. It's a really nice feeling. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, no, no. It, it's, it's, a, it is a wintry feeling. It's unusual. But then we all just went happy in the house. Yeah, the, the opposite to what happens in most countries. Normally when the sun yeah. comes out, people get happy. Get washing in. It's all yeah. like that, isn't it? Other reasons to be happy today... By the time you hear this, you might have seen it on my Instagram, but our dog has just got his some socks for the first time. 
What do you call it? It's not a pair of socks, is it? It's a quad of socks. Well, yeah. A trio quad, is three. A quad. a quad is four. You've got a quad of socks. Yeah, I know. Little Charlie. And he kept them on for a little while. And he was so excited at putting his socks on, his lipstick come out. <laughs> <laughs> his monkey lipstick. So um, I've just come home from work. It's my last day of work before Eid, which is a holiday yep. uh, for the rest of this week, which is lovely. So... Feeling pretty good. Loads of people have left Dubai for the summer, mm. so it's feeling quiet. It's a strange... Oh, yeah, I told you, I drove to work this morning, and I would say today's the first day Yeah, it felt like summer roads. Because we were saying just this weekend, we went up to the shops near us. Yeah. And normally in the summer, because all the expats go home, the car park up at our local shops is empty. Yeah. It were packed, weren't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. So when I set off to work this morning, I normally get caught in the school traffic, then the traffic traffic... Nothing. I got to I work. That was nice. Probably ten minutes quicker than I would normally get to work. Less stress, of course, with less idiots on the road. So that's good. Now, last time we recorded was a week and two days ago. I think it was. Did we record on the Thursday? Um, Mind you, we recorded no, on the Wednesday. Oh no, yeah. We- so we recorded before. Right. Let me just get me bearings here. When was the Euros final? That was on Sunday. Yes. So we recorded Wednesday. Because we were going to stay in a hotel, which was a working weekend. It was, yeah. Then Leo had his operation, so there's been a lot going on. So yes. since we've recorded, England got knocked out of Euros in final. <laughs> Whatever, it was great fun. Oh, been yeah. a great month. Typical, but sad. But we've just had a really good month with it. I'm glad the football's finished as much as I've loved it, because I was knackered. Yeah, and too many evening crisps. and A lot of, not like that, stopped. <laughs> so then the next thing we did is we went to stay at Caesars Palace, Dubai. Yeah, lovely. Uh, it was a working weekend. I got was. invited down for my job. And uh, really it was not just me, it was you and the kids. They did most of the work, to be fair. The hotel wanted to show how much fun the hotel was for kids. And I've got to be honest, they ticked all the boxes. Yep. We got a lush room. We had a massive room. It was beautiful. And we got food and too much food in every brilliant restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's, that's something we don't hear you say very often. The best one being Hell's Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen, which is, it looks like the TV show in there. You walk in, it's got the red and the blue and the big yeah. pitchforks everywhere. The lamps are made out of pitchforks. We had, I mean, universally, we agreed around the table as a family. It was the best meal we've ever had. Yeah. Just incredible. And and the service as well. Yeah. Outstanding. Lovely. Yeah. I had a nut roast Wellington, because we're all vegetarian, of course. Did we all have that the first night? We, we did, yeah. Then they brought out a pudding that's not on the menu for me, which was a <gasps> banoffee cheesecake with ice cream. You had a puddingasm. It was the best dessert I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And that's big words, and I'm not saying it. Yeah, I'm not getting paid to say just, this anymore. You just brushed past my, my made-up word then. What's it called again? A puddingasm. Pudgasm. Pudgasm. <laughs> Dessertgasm? Dessert, yeah, no. I like, I like yeah. Pudgasm. I had a pudgasm. You did. Lots of oohs and ahs. Because the managers were talking to us because I was there as part of my job and everything. So we were having, you know, you would normally say it's nice to them. Well, I don't have to say it on here. They don't sponsor this. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Best meal we've ever had. Best dessert I've ever had in my life. And we were all saying, like, we're coming back here for birthdays and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's definitely one to take when people are coming out to visit. It's proper show off it. And where it is as well. Yeah. Fantastic. The problem was, we had that on the Thursday evening. Then on the Friday afternoon, we had brunch there at the same restaurant. And it's almost like they were upping the ante on how much food they could bring. <sighs> and, you know, when you're getting food like that, you don't want to waste it, do you? You're like, well, this might never be here again. I'm going to eat it. I know, but the trouble was we had so much food that I couldn't drink the cocktails. I was gutted. 
you were off the drink all week and it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, well, when you're so full that you actually can't even drink. Mm. I don't drink anyway and I, w- I wouldn't waste drink on a meal like that. So we had brunch, which is normally a boozy affair. Yeah. It, yet, like you said, you barely touched a drop and the food was just out of this world. And they brought it to your table. It wasn't brunch like it normally is in Dubai where you have to go up and serve yourself. But then at the end of it, they knew I'd like the dessert the night before. So then they brought <laughs> me the same dessert, but five times as big. Huge. Yeah. Like the one they brought me the evening before was probably the size of what? A fist? Mm-hmm. A decent fist? The one they brought me was one and a half house bricks, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it got shared amongst us. It got et as well. It was beautiful. We had a great weekend. We didn't get much downtime. That's probably been really boring for everyone to listen to about. Oh, no, it's a good recommendation. Size of food. Oh, the size of food's bad, is it? No, but you know what I mean. I'm painting pictures. If you want to see that dessert, by the way, it's on my Instagram, at Catboy92. So we did that. It was such a busy weekend. We're going to go back for a staycation because we were doing a lot of filming for the job and everything. Yeah, we didn't get much downtime, but yeah. So we are going to go back and do it again. But we came home on the Saturday exhausted from the hotel (laughs) stay. And then we were straight on to Leo's operation. So we've mentioned this before. He's got a bar in his chest that he had put in three and a half years ago. Yes. And uh, it was time for the bar to come out. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It's been quite a scary few months, I think, thinking about it. Because mm. we didn't know if we could be able to get it done here. And then oh, we obviously have found somebody could, who could do it. So, yeah. And and we then- went to the hospital where Betsy Pearl was born, City Hospital in Dubai. We saw the guy who delivered... You always Betsy see him. Pearl. He's there every time. Oh, I never see him. I had a chat to him. It's like it was yesterday. And he toddled off and the first thing you said was, he's seen my f***. <gasps> didn't you? I did, yeah, but... Uh, That's what you said. I, I do did. you think he's thinking about my f***? I didn't say... He's did, seen my f***. No, I didn't say... Did <laughs> not say, do you think he's thinking about my f***? What did you say then? I said... <laughs> <laughs> Remind me. I said, he's the only other bloke who's seen it for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. Other than me, he's the last one to have seen it. Yeah, and I didn't say, you know, like, I'm pretty sure he's not remembered it. I would. You reckon? <laughs> he sees a lot. He's a, he's a gynecologist. He sees a lot of Well, I have to put it as in, if I put that into my job perspective, I'm a DJ, I play records on the radio. I remember all the records. Do you, though? I can sing them word for word, most of them. <laughs> I know I'm inside out, you might say. Oh. <laughs> so then we had Leo's operation. It went well. We don't need to talk about that too much, but do tell everybody what happened when we got to the room. Oh. So the room wasn't quite ready, but they let us in the room. The, the, the room was ready, but the bed wasn't made. So we were all sat on the like sofa, sofa bed thing. One end of the room, there's a sofa. Yeah. Facing the bed. Yeah. Nice, posh hospital room. Yeah. En suite. Yeah, we're really, this is what you get out really here. lucky out here that we, we get you know those facilities. Already, I felt awkward because we don't like people doing things for us. Yeah. So, so sat, sat there watching somebody make the bed. I, I wanted to get up and say, do you want me to help? Yeah. Anyway, she's got a sheet that's like the old-fashioned sheets. It doesn't have the it's elastic. not elastic. Yeah, not the elasticated ends. Old school. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this because I know about um, at hospital corners, they're called, aren't they? I've all pretty much always used the elasticated ones. I thought she was going to do the nice, like, tuck, like you said. Hospital corners. Yeah. She ties... Very unorthodox method. Yeah. She folded the mattress up first. Yeah. So imagine a thin mattress, about five inches thick. She folded the top end up. Yeah. Pulled two corners of the sheet round the back and then... And the, yeah, then she's tied it almost like you would tie like a whole neck. Yeah, yeah, a double yeah. knot. Yeah, so she's tied it really tight. So we look at each other. We've got masks on, obviously. We look at each other. And I think it was unsaid, but we're like, aye, aye. 
Yeah, like what's oh, going on? I've never seen this this way before. But I was thinking, well, she's in a, she does this for a living. Does it? She ch- she changes out hundreds of beds a day. Yeah. So this is worth learning. Yeah. So then she toddles down the bottom end of the bed. Yeah. Lifts up the mattress. Now the problem is the sheet's not quite big enough to do the other end. I don't think. Well, not via her method anyway. No. So she ties the other end. Folds she, the mattress up. But she has to really, really pull it tight to get enough. Yeah. To, you know when you have to really pull a bin bag tight to get the, the yeah, bone yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like that she had to really really pull it now then the magic happens mm-hmm. she steps back <laughs> and then the other end flips up what we've got here is a curved mattress like a child's seesaw like one of them plastic ikea yeah. seesaws or a bit more bend than a banana i would say yeah not a not a full-on letter u but no, a curve yeah, yeah so at this point all the shoulders start going on our sofa. We're all sh- we're all checking, but trying not to audibly I, laugh. I couldn't look. Because, yeah, you couldn't look up, and we couldn't take his eyes off her. So then, what she does? She walks up to the top end of bed and pushes the mattress down. Pushes it down. Yeah. The bottom end flips up. Yeah. Right high in the yeah. sky, <laughs> and oh then she God. just lets go, walks to the other end, Push. pushes that down. The back, top end flops up as well. Like a Morecambe and Wise, oh, yeah, or a Laurel and Hardy, Chuckle Brothers. That's what I could see. It was so funny. So funny. And I knew you'd gone. I'd gone. But I thought, I'm going to stitch you up. So I just asked you a question. I can't just something really, you know, oh, what, what time do you think this will start? Like, and I knew you wouldn't be able to talk. And then you ran off into the ensuite <laughs> and locked you up. I've got to go to the toilet. Like that. I felt so bad. It because, was awkward. She, we were all facing her. And I genuinely, you know, when you get those laughs that you cannot stop. And it, But it was hilarious. And I could see you two, like, shaking next to me. And I, I literally had tears in the end and I just, I felt, oh, but it was the, one of the funniest things mm. I've ever seen. Yeah, it's worth, if you need an operation doing, I would say, if you're outside Dubai, book it in that hospital so you could go and see her do it. But then she eventually got it flat. I mean, I never saw because I, I couldn't. Did she get it flat or did Leo have to lay on it to get it flat? Yeah, but she, she did, I don't know how she got it. Technique. The operation went well. He had a titanium bar behind his ribs, which he's had him for three and a half years. We got the bar. We did. Which, again, you can see on my Instagram. Well, even the doctors were, like, quite impressed with the bar. We've never seen it, have we? We didn't know what to expect. We all described it, thought it was going to be different. We've got it. I'm open to get it made into jewellery, but I don't... People say titanium's too hard to work with, but all went well. Leo's... You've been back to the hospital today. He's had his stickers off, whatever they're called. What do you call them? Swab? Patches, Patches. He's had them took off. His scars look cool. Yeah, he's got some some nice big ones. It looks like he's been shivved in prison. Two shivs. (laughs) In either side. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the doctor said, did you like the bar? And he had it done by a French doctor on Bastille Day, which is uh, fitting, Yeah, I thought. Well, the other thing, whilst Leah was in his operation, I went to the toilet downstairs. I didn't go in the room. I went whilst we were having a coffee downstairs. Yeah. And I, after drinking coffee, I got the coffee poo. And... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was coming, but yeah, I thought we'd covered the hospital, but we're going Sorry, down yeah, here, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah, I got that feeling. And I was saying to you, can we go back, can we go back up to the room? Can we go back? And you were like, no, 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 not yet. Still, it's, we've still got plenty of time. So I ran off to the toilet, empty, clean. Hot, the you know. toilet, not you. Yep. 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 So <laughs> I sit down and I'm like, right, it's empty. I'm going. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not like you. I don't take ages on the toilet. The gloves are off. Yep. I can go. Yep. Anyway. Drop anchor. Just as I'm mid flow, <laughs> <laughs> mid flow, somebody comes in. The worst thing, but then I hear hear the tissue. You know when like someone's yeah, pulling loads yeah, and loads of tissue, yeah. they're obviously getting, crash mat. Yeah, I call it the crash mat. 
then I hear <laughs> plop plop plop, <laughs> and, I, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, right? I'm also doing the same thing as you, but I'm managing to do it without any noise. You don't know I'm having a poo, apart from the fact that I'm still yeah. sat inside this toilet. Yeah. And then I had that dilemma, right? Do I go out or wait till she's finished and wait yep. for her to go out? And I decided, I thought, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for her. And I waited and I waited and it went on and on and on. So I thought, right, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to go. As soon as I start washing my hands, out she comes. Yeah. It was a nurse. Well, and, and we had you've got to forgive her then. No, no, no. But we had that look at each other as if to say, yeah, respect. We've both done it. Multi-user toilet politics. I've said there's toilet stories I can't tell yeah. about the toilets at work. It seems to me I'm the biggest prude in the toilets at work <laughs> because I do exactly what you do. If I need to go, crash mat down. If I think there's any chance of, um, how, how would I describe it? Um, Smell? No, anal audio. <laughs> so as you, if, look, if you're just pushing the poo out and it comes out smooth, this is a horrible podcast. And it, and it hits the crash mat, there's no noise, right? Yeah. But sometimes... There's air in between them. Oh. So you get the, you know, you get, you know, the noises. Yeah, but that's normally only if it's diarrhea or something like that. Well, anyway, I worry about that. But nobody at my work seems to worry about that, right? I can't talk about it. Something else happened this morning. Okay. Right, I'm going to tell you about it, but I'm going to bleep out everything I said and we'll just get your reactions. So this morning I went in there. As I'm sitting there, silent as an owl, right? Yeah. It goes into the next cubicle to me. Right. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And... 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 He, first of all... Right? <laughs> flob a lob a lob a lob <gasps> Come You in. can't do that. You can't do that. That is you madness. Can't, you can't. Is it that I need to bring myself, and I'm going to sit down, is it that I need to bring myself down to the level of everyone else where it's just like, hey, it's freedom, guys. It's just a body. Let yourself go. Or does everybody need to up the game a bit and be a, a bit more polite? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's... Look, I don't mind it, but then sometimes it does make me feel sick. And I know that's where you're supposed to do it. But they don't, don't they say the Brits are a bit like that, that we're all a bit too... Prudish. Yeah, like, you know, Maybe. they say it about us queuing and stuff, but I don't like hearing somebody going next to me. Well, that's... Um, we always end up with toilet talk, don't we? That's too much toilet talk this time. Let's move on. Wife's whinge. What do you got for me today? Um, I'm deciding which one to go for. Um, Good as a list. No, 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 no. Last night, you had the lamp on your side. Right? right. And so we turned the main light off. We put either my lamp on or your lamp on. Yeah. Whoever's lamp is on should turn it off before we go to sleep. It's really annoying. I agree. Um, you wear an eye mask. Pink fluffy eye mask, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So with that... I'm in touch with my sensitive side, So, you, so I? you're already dark and you wear um, uh, AirPods because you... Don't want to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farting and <then> snoring. Because <laughs> you listen to podcasts during the night. So you can't hear and you can't see, right? Yeah. So you're fine. You're comfortable. 
But I have trouble sleeping. Yeah. But I do as well. Yeah. Yeah, go on. When I wake up and the light's on, it's even worse. And the other thing is, when I wake up, like you listen to podcasts, but I read my book. And I read it on the phone. And then if the light's on, it goes white, which stings my eyes. So if the light's off, it goes black which is much easier to read. Oh, night, you can put it on night mode permanently, though. Can you? Yeah, you just have to choose that. Uh, right. Dark mode, it's called, I think. So is it just that I left the light on last night? Yeah, but you, you do it quite regularly. So I just feel like you need to learn that if it's on your side, it goes off. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I'll take it. I don't have anything to say. Okay. Okay, <laughs> lesson learnt. husband's hump well this just happened upstairs but i have noticed it and it makes me feel really uncomfortable i've just come home from work <sighs> laura of course busy as ever was laid on the bed and, oh come uh, on don't say it like that I've... no i will say it like that that's what that's the fact i'm just saying anyway i came upstairs and laid down next to you so obviously we're instantly really close to each other and um <laughs> by the way i had a chewing gum in the car which i always do because i, I don't want morning breath or whatever oh no, that... no 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 i'm just saying I know I'm going to be close to you, right? right? So I want to be minty fresh when I come close to you. So I come up close to you and I look you deep in the eyes for a little snog, maybe, because I've just missed you all day. And what you do is your eyes go around like you're looking <laughs> around the hands of a clock. And what you're doing is you're surveying my face for imperfections. No, 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 no. Oh, you're not. No, I'm not. Because you looked everywhere. I didn't. I looked at your eyebrows. So here's what I thought, because I, I did see you look everywhere. I didn't look everywhere. I'm thinking, have I got a spot on my chin? Is there something in my teeth? I, know, I don't even have to think, is there something up with my eyebrows? Because you point it out often enough. But we weren't gazing in, into each other's I was eyes. looking into yours, which is why I noticed that you were looking around. <laughs> no, we weren't, though. And, and you know, because you, if I look up towards your fringe or your eyebrows, yeah, yeah, yeah. you straight in like a shark. But I've told you. What's up with me? What's I up with me? I have told you plenty of times about these eyebrows. If you let me get those couple off, then it, but they distract me. When I see them, they stick out, they distract me. But you've also got lovely skin, and I like looking at your skin. <laughs> so you're having a little look around at me, lovely yeah, skin, are you? Yeah. No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. It's not a biggie, but it just happened upstairs. Let- I've got a biggie, but I'm saving it. Oh, all right. Would you rather? Would you rather I be supportive or honest? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question, isn't it? Uh, I saw this on somewhere and it was, would you rather have supportive friends or honest friends? But I guess we can say it about each other, make it relationshipy. Um, oh, it's hard, hard. Well, you kind of want both, don't you, really? Yeah, no, but if honesty is not supportive, like if you if you ask me something and it's the answer's not flattering, that's honesty. Yeah. Or I can be supportive and say, your fringe looks great. Something like that, and it's supportive but not honest. What about if you go, yeah, it looks all right, but... I wonder if you'd be better off wearing such and such. That's molly coddling you, it? That's what you do, kid gloves. Is that not supportive? I kind of do that anyway, I think. Because <laughs> I'm scared of you. Um, mm, do you know what? I think I actually would prefer honesty. The annoying thing with you is, I am always honest. And if you're wearing something I don't like, I'll say, you've got something better, I'll suggest something else. Yeah. Right? But then if you put something on I like, and you do it like this, I'll say, yeah, it looks fine. Then you go, you're going to get changed. And I'd be like, what are you doing? I, I like the first one. And you go, yeah, but did you like it? And I'm like, yeah, I said I liked it. But what about this one? Yeah, well, that looks fine. Which is best, the first or the second? Oh, no, the first best. So then you go back upstairs and you get changed again. 
into the third. So which do you prefer out of this, these two? Do you like the first one better than the second one, but do you like the third one better yeah, than the first one? Yeah, but that's when I'm choosing. But this is when I've said to you on the first one, you look great. Mm, yeah, but that's normally when you're doing the half ass. Are you on about the rush? I wouldn't rush you to go out in something I didn't like. No, 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 not when we're, we're rushing, but when I'm, obviously, when I've got, like, we go into something where I don't quite know what the dress code is and I'm a bit unsure of what kind of outfit, so I'll, I'll try maybe five outfits on and I'll say to you which one. That's different because mm. I want to go through all the outfits because the fifth one might be better than the first, right? Yeah. So obviously you want to wear the best one, but yeah, I, I think honesty... I don't mind when you say to me you don't like something. Yeah, that's so annoying, that thing of what you've just said, by the way, of I want to try all the outfits on to see which is the best one. That's right? so annoying. Why is that annoying? Because I've seen most of them before anyway, so the best one's probably always going to be the best one. You know, but sometimes, you know, varieties of spice of life. Yeah. And there's not much in it. It's not like you've got an outfit that makes you look like a 10 and all the rest make you look like a 5 or a 6 with a couple of twos. <laughs> So yeah, so you honesty or I think supportive. honesty and, and honesty from friends as well. But like a Jim Carrey film, wouldn't it? If you could just be really honest with everybody for one day, without ramification. Because I sometimes try to be honest with people, it never ends up good. Well, yeah, I think I was going to say maybe I'm too honest. I think that's sometimes my downfall. Maybe maybe that's people don't want you to be honest. People, that's what I see. Readers' wives. And husbands. Well, this one comes in the form of a comment on my Instagram today when I said we were coming back in to record and I said, if anybody's got anything for us to talk about, they came flooding in. Yeah. The one comment. <laughs> one comment flooded in. And it came in from Russell and he said, fashion sense. The missus claims my fashion sense improved after putting the ring on. I strongly disagree. And the argument still continues, dot, 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 dot. Do you think... You improved my fashion sense, or do you, th- do you think I improved your fashion sense? I don't think I, you ever listen to me when I tell you what I would like you to wear. I do sometimes, and I like mm. it when you say I look, like, if you say I look nice in something, I appreciate it, because I, I hate myself. Yeah, but I think there's certain things that I like, but I don't think you necessarily like. On me? Yeah. Yeah. You can get quite moody in a changing room. It's because I'm fat. When I'm thin, everything looks good on me. I've been thin. I've lost weight from being fat and started loving clothes again. At the minute, I've got too much weight on me. It's, I'm being nakedly honest here. I hate myself. I hate clothes. I just want to put something on that looks a little bit less... F- oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. me being really so honest I tend, about it. I tend not to say too much. And, well, we've and, been and together a, a long time. And, and occasionally I'll say phases. to you things like, oh, in the shop, this is nice. And quite often you'll go, oh, no, I don't like that. Sometimes you'll say, yeah, they're, they're nice. And... Um, I, don't. I see a heck of a lot of clothes, by the way, that I think to myself, if I lose weight again, I'm getting that. Um, and you want to be fearing that time, because if I do lose weight again, I'm going to be spending a lot of money on clothes, which is going to hate. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that, because I don't spend a lot of money on clothes. I'm not bothered. Yeah, Surprise for me. That'd be the prize for losing weight. Well... So what about the uh, flip on this? For me... Yeah. Do you think your look and dress sense has improved since you and I have been married? Um, yes, in the, I know you think that you influence my dress a lot. I think what it is, is because I've always dressed differently to my friends, right? Even when I was in my teens, I have always dressed differently and I've always been teased for it. Yeah. And I've had boyfriends that have also said, oh, I don't want you wearing that. Yeah. Because they've, because I've always dressed quite hippie-ish, I guess. You've got a quirky style. Yeah. And some of my boyfriends have not been into that. Mm. 
and they've told me not to wear stuff which so I've not been able to be me if that makes sense so I feel like you are the opposite and you embrace that and I think you understand me and I think you know what kind of clothes I like and wearing. I also like I like looking for clothes for you like and again if I see a woman in something I think I've asked women where they've got clothes <laughs> so because I'm like I'm getting my wife that that's lush I like buying your clothes like Christmases and birthdays, I tend to go out and without any help from you, buy your stuff. No, I'm, no, you don't. You don't. I do, I'm good. You, no, you. I've most, so I'm not. Think, I'm not saying this question wasn't loaded. It's no, not no, like no. Oh, most of, most of the time, you do buy. If you buy me stuff, it's stuff that I've liked. There's been a couple of things that have been okay that I've not loved, but have been okay. But you will. You'll encourage me to buy stuff that you you like and I like. Yeah. Um, especially when we've been in like markets in Paris and places like that. You've got a you great do. pair of Oxford bags now that I don't think you would have ever chosen if it wasn't for me. I made you try every, and I, now I wish I made no, you no, no, no. buy I every would, colour. I would have bought them, but I think you give me the confidence to be able to wear them and not feel like I can't wear them. Because yeah. What are fellas doing in that situation? I can imagine a lot of people don't like the stuff I wear, but... But what's, do you know what's really been nice? Since since being with you and since I've had more confidence about wearing what I actually want to wear. Yeah. You know that what they say about wearing stuff that you feel confident and comfortable in? I definitely think it makes a difference because the amount of people that have had come up to me when I've worn, worn my new trousers or whatever, yeah. and they've said, oh, where have you got them from? And it's such a nice feeling. So I'm like, oh, I must, they, I must look all right in them then. I know that because at the hotel this weekend... One of my Hawaiian shirts got a heck of a lot of attention, didn't it? <laughs> heck of a lot of attention. Yeah. And I'll tell you what it was. Sexy men saying it. Did you notice? Sexy men saying that. There yeah, were a I lot love, of men. I love your shirt. Where you get your shirt from? I don't know where that guy was from, or I've just did. But uh, a lot of sexy men saying they love my shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it feels nice. It feels nice. I can't take it. It's like the toilet thing. I'm too British for it. I wish you would let me dress you. Again, if I lose weight... It will. But so, so there you go. Thank you to Russ for putting that comment on. And please do comment on these things when I ask, because as you can see, we'll talk about it, see how it goes. You did confuse me when you said about the ring on it. I didn't know quite what you were talking about first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. I like that, though, that she, his wife's saying, I've made you cool. Recommendations. I think we've got the same ones down. Probably the Sparks Brothers, yeah, which is Edgar Wright's new uh, documentary. Edgar Wright, of course, from Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and um, The World's End, Baby Driver, fantastic director. He's quite into his music. He just he loves doing soundtracks and yeah. uh, Spotify playlists and whatnot. And we've been dying to see this. It's a documentary about Russ and Ron Mayle. Yeah. The Sparks, who did uh, yeah. This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us, which is the song everybody knows. You Did you know it? I, said, I did know it. I did know it. When, you when, weren't sure, were When you? you said the Sparks Brothers, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. But when I heard the song, I obviously knew the song. Well, these guys have been putting out albums since, I think, since before I was born. Yeah. Like 1970, I think, 19, late 1960s. They've been putting music out. and They've stuck with it. I don't know. How many albums did they say? Like 50 albums or something like that? But... They've defied genre and they've always seemed to be a couple of years ahead of genre. Yeah. Especially in the late 70s when they were putting out Electronica, which seemed to have influenced some amazing artists. And it said in the film, there are people out there who don't realise that they are influenced by Sparks because yeah. Sparks have influenced a band who've influenced Sparks. As an example, Vince Clark's on there. 
Vince Clark's a keyboard player. He was in the Assembly. He was in Yazoo. Yeah. He's in Erasure. He's one of the big wigs of 80s synth, basically, 80s and 90s synth. And he says, basically everything I've done has been a ripoff of Sparks. And these guys, it's always like they've been on the periphery. They're weirdos. They're quirky. You'll know them if you see them. This is the thing. See, this is where I, I, I feel like I'm a weirdo, but I've got a massive crush now on a 75-year-old man. <laughs> well, it, the documentary makes you fall in love with them. And when you hear the backstory, the documentary really makes you fall in love with them. But in particular, I hate saying this because I do love Ross as well. Yeah, but, but it's, the funny thing is, it was Russell that everybody fancied. Well, um, Russell, when he was younger, looked like Mark Boland. He was a very pretty boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had all the, the fame and the... People, you, the women dropping uh, yeah. his feet. And, and then on the and keyboard, you've got this guy, who's people the, say either looks like Hitler or Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Pencil moustache, staring at the camera, sometimes doing this evil grin. Hair gel Black back. hair, slicks back. Yeah. And it turns out he's the one who wrote... He's the creator. ...all yeah. the songs, writes all the lyrics. And you can see he absolutely just loves performing. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can just see that that's, that is such a passion. This documentary is two hours, 20 minutes long. And by the end of the documentary, you will love these two guys. I, I think they're fantastic. So on from that, I want to recommend a song called iPhone, <laughs> which is not in the documentary, but I discovered accidentally whilst watching one of their other uh, videos on YouTube. And Well, it's now my anthem for yeah, you. The chorus, there's a couple of swears in it, but it basically says, put your f***ing iPhone down and listen to me yep. on repeat. Put the f*** down and listen to me. <laughs> yeah, and it's brilliant. It's just a great documentary, and I'm loving the music again. Well, I'm telling you, there are going to be so many women playing that to their husbands. Also, I want to recommend The Hunt and Riders of Justice. We've mentioned Riders of Justice before. It's just coming out in the cinemas in Dubai. It's Thomas Vinterberg, who's the director, who directed Another Round. Another Round, yep. Which is uh, was it was in the Oscars. Mads Mikkelsen is in all three of these films. Well, we've, we've kind of gone on a bit of a Mads Mikkelsen. We love him. Yeah, but I think... Another Round was such a great, great film. From that, yeah. we've kind of... Danish film. Then we watched Riders of Justice, another Danish film. And he surrounds himself with these quirky people, quirky characters. Mads is sexy. He's 100% sexy. But then you get these quirky nerds around him in these films and they end up being sexy as well. And you love them. Yeah. And then we watched The Hunt the other night, which was his first uh, first of the films they've all made right, together. Yeah, it was 2012. And... It's in the trailer, so I think we can talk about it. Mads Mikkelsen plays a teacher. divorced teacher who's now working at a nursery and his best friend's daughter accuses him of paedophilia. Yeah, and so it's quite dark. The other two films have very serious implications but are funny the whole way through Yeah, and lovely. Yeah. And they go from sweet to horrible in different places. This film is a really difficult watch. And I couldn't see any redemption. And actually, at the end of it, we found a couple of holes in it that we weren't happy about. Yeah. But it's... It's still worth a watch. Look, it's a great conversation the, starter. The little girl is... She's brilliant. Fantastic. Some of the uh, faces from the other films are in them as well. Yeah. He seems to surround himself with the same actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it when, when uh, directors do that. So that's the recommendations. Uh, Riders of Justice, if you can catch it on the cinema, is absolutely amazing. Really fun scary action film with heart and then with actually with a deeper message and the sparks brothers just amazing compliments you've been a right laugh lately 
I've needed it. You've been making me laugh a lot lately. I don't know what's happened. You're funny anyway. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I'm thinking about you when I'm not with you about how much of a laugh it's been lately. We've just been having a good laugh. Uh, I think maybe just I'm a bit more relaxed because... Summer. It's school. School's out. We're all, yeah. We've got we're a little, getting, actually mm. got a little bit more time. And I've been having vitamin B12. <gasps> We've bomb, not mentioned this. Bomb shots. She's, Laura's been going to the doctors every single day for a prick in the arse. <laughs> Haven't you? I have, I have, yeah. It's nice that you're asking somebody else to do it, to be honest. <laughs> Every single day. <laughs> so, yeah, you've been doing... Oh, so funny. I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. Did we talk about it in the last one that you have been going... To, oh, we did because we talked about the neurologist. So yeah. the, the fallout from this was... This is one of the things I'm having done. Yeah, yet. daily. Yeah. And it's been making you feel, you're kind of feeling I'm a bit I'm still better, tired. Right? I'm still really tired. But it's really helped the headaches. Genuinely, it's helped the headaches. And I think... That got me, started to get me really down, the amount of headaches I was having, and it was every day. And I would say now I've gone about five days without a headache. So, yeah, that's probably why I'm a bit happier. <laughs> Mine's kind of the same thing, really. It's kind of, thanks for being there for me for the last few days. Like, you know, it's, uh, mm. it's... I think we... <laughs> well, AA from Leo's hospital mainly, but also my hospital visits and stuff as well, so... I'm all right when it's not sprung on me. Yeah. Well, if it's sprung on me... Like sometimes I come home from work and I I am always exhausted when I get home. Talked about this last time, I think. And then if you go, we're going to do this or we've got to sit down and do this now or something like this, mm-hmm. it puts me in a bad mood because I'm not ready for it. However, if I'm prepared, yeah, I, even if I've got a ton of things to do with you through the day and we're driving all over town, if I know it's coming, yeah, I'm mentally and physically prepared for it. You know, you know, I even knew this hotel stay, trying to prep the family and saying, look, it's going to be a lot of work. This, it's not, yeah, you know. and it's funny in it because. The amount of work we put in is why the social media and everything looked like we're having such a good time because we were rushing around, you know, yep. making it look like we're having a great time. So, yeah, yeah it's just been a, been a tough couple of weeks. Yesterday, in fact, this weekend, Friday and Saturday, we had two days of pretty much doing nothing. For the first time in such a long time. And I, I actually found myself saying, oh, my gosh, I don't think we've had this for so, so long. And I had that feeling of guilt and I had that feeling of, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. And I'm also normally looking forward to how much work I've got to do the following week, but we've got time off because of Eid this week. So I didn't have that stress to worry about. I'd done all my work ahead of time. It was such a strange feeling, and I even managed to stay in bed. You did, yeah. I think I stayed in bed the first day until 7 o'clock a.m., which for me is two or three hours longer mm-hmm. yeah. than normal. And then on Saturday morning... I don't think I got up till nine o'clock. <laughs> now, this, I said it to Leo, our son, who's notorious for never getting out of bed. I'm like, it felt. I felt guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a bit of me, by the way, because that day then went really fast. I thought, well, I've missed, definitely getting up at nine, I've missed four hours a day. Yeah. Because I normally get up at five and get everything done. You know, I had the thing about missing out, but it was also nice to get that feeling of, I don't want to get out of bed. Yeah, no, I think Lovely. We've we've needed it. So, sorry there was a bit of a gap in the podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed episode 18. We'll try and get another away at some point this week. But we might not. Might be weekly now. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, make sure you follow us on social media. Get commenting. Get emailing us. The email address is in the podcast description. The more you guys feed back to us, especially if you give us a bit of content, we're always happy to talk about it. Yes. In the next one, I'm going to give you a little a little preview of what Go I'm on. going to run in 
20 things that millennials think make you old. Oh. So millennials are, I think it's people who are born in the 90s and early noise. So I'll, I'll give you the our years old, next Our time. older two, probably. The kids, are, yeah, they're millennials. I'm Generation X. I think you're Generation I think you, are you Generation X? You might be Generation Y. I'll look into it anyway oh. and we'll talk about this in the next one. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming up. I've not even looked at the list yet, but I've got the bell. And we're going to see how many you tick and how many I tick. Ideally, I'm nearly 10 years older than yeah, you. Yeah, so I, I should know, be... but I'm gonna, it's going to be me, I know. You're a bit of a grandma, aren't you? No, well, no I'm not. <laughs> you think you're down with the kids, don't you? So, <laughs> asshole. The problem is the kids think they're down with me. See you, too. See you next time, everybody. Bye. The End Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.